Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 270 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about Celtics player Jalen Brown signing a Supermax contract extension with the team. Celtics guard Jalen Brown has signed a massive five-year, $304 million extension. In the final three years of that deal, Brown will make $60 million during the 26-27 season, $64 million in 27-28, and $69 million during the 28-29 season. In seven seasons with the Celtics, Brown has career averages of 17 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, and 2.2 assists. The 26-year-old is a two-time All-Star and was second-team All-NBA last season, which of course made him eligible for the Supermax contract extension in the first This is a player in Jalen Brown whom I've watched most of his games being a fan of the Boston Celtics. And the story is an interesting one. He's a guy who was booed on draft night by Celtics fans. He's improved every single season he's been in the league and has been to the Eastern Conference Finals numerous times and once made it to the NBA Finals. Yet half of the fan base is divided by this player. Half of them love him and some even believe he's a better player than teammate Jason Tatum and the other half can't believe he's now the league's highest paid player. He's the type of player you have extreme feelings on. There seems to be absolutely no in-between when it comes to Jalen Brown. You're either an adamant defender or you're in the opposite. And that's a rare thing to be in today's modern sports, a star who the fans are divided by. I mean, there aren't that many stars that aren't universally beloved by the fan bases they play for. Maybe it has to do with the fact that Jalen Brown is the clear number two player on the Boston Celtics. And because fans have Jason Tatum, they're not paying much attention to Jalen Brown. They don't think he's super important. They just think of him as a player who can play with Jason Tatum, and they don't view him as a superstar. It's possible that some view him as Jason Tatum's Antoine Walker, while Tatum is Paul. I also think it has something to do with the fact that he struggled to connect with the fan base. Boston is one of those sports markets that wants their star players to love the fact that they are playing. And some have questioned Brown's love of the city, and I don't think any of that matters. All that matters is what he does on the court. And it's true that every season, Jalen Brown has gotten better. But in some areas, he still struggles. And I'm not talking about him going left. I'm talking about the fact that he should be a way better passer. In the modern NBA, if you have the ball as much as he does, you need to be able to regularly make an assist or make the right decision and that's where he fails in crunch time and Jason Tatum is far from perfect in those areas as well but I think the way that Tatum is most superior to Brown is in the passing game Tatum can handle the ball he knows how to make an assist he knows when to pass the ball up Jalen Brown has struggled with that mightily I think it's his biggest weakness on the basketball court is his decision making and he's far from the only player in the NBA that has this problem, but I also think that Jalen Brown takes too many three-point shots. I get it. That's the modern NBA. That's the fault of the Golden State Warriors. You now view it as to be a great player. I have to hit five three-point shots a game. 
Jalen Brown can hit threes, just not consistently. And when he goes through a downward slump in that area of the ball, he needs to attack the basket more because that is his strength. Something that happened the minute this contract was announced was Celtics fans began to worry about the financial future of the team. Can they pay both Brown and Tatum and still put together a real good product? And here's where I'm at as a sports fan. I take this year by year. There is no guarantee either of these two stars will still be on the team in three years. Stars demand trades all the time in the NBA. Just enjoy them while you can because they are in the conversation for the best duo in the NBA. And I'm sick of talking about all the money that is in the NBA right now. I don't care about the fact that all of these teams have to pay into the luxury tax or whatever. The Golden State Warriors have paid absolutely everybody. If the Boston Celtics win at a high rate, they will do anything and everything to keep Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together. They brought in Kristaps Porzingis. Clearly, they believe they are still a contending basketball team. I just don't understand why you would want to sit around and worry about the fact that your two-star players could at any point demand to leave Boston and they would probably work out in their favor. They would get what they want. The stars in the NBA hold all of the power. They control their fate. Dame Lillard is at some point going to end up on the Miami Heat because Dame Lillard wants to end up on the Miami Heat. That's how things work out. As long as Jalen Brown wants to be a Celtic, he'll be a Celtic. As long as Jason Tatum wants to be a member of the Boston Celtics, I believe he'll be a member of the Boston Celtics. One thing I hope this contract does is end the whole conversation and the narrative about can these two players exist with one another. They have proven they can work. Are they a perfect duo? Absolutely not. I believe they do similar things in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think they are similar. They are not different enough. I would rather a star guard and a star big man or a star forward and a star big man. I think having two stars that are basically forwards isn't the best thing for the Boston Celtics. But I do believe that this duo has proven they can make it to the NBA Finals and eventually win the NBA Finals. But things do have to change between them. They have to start playing well together. Jason Tatum needs to feed Jalen Brown the ball and vice versa. I mean, that's the thing that's the most jarring is that they don't play well off one of another. They really don't feel like a duo, even though they are a duo. I mean, look at Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Those are two guys who know how to play well together. LeBron James and Anthony Davis know how to play well off of each other and I think the Celtics minus Marcus Smart is going to improve with that because I do believe Marcus Smart really got in the way of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown becoming a formidable NBA duo. I think Marcus Smart really played hero ball a lot of the time late in games and I think the subtraction of Marcus Smart is going to help the growth of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as a duo in the league. I do believe 
believe next season they will be far better with one another. I believe Jalen Brown will be forced to feed Jason Tatum the ball and vice versa. I seem to be the only person who feels this way, but I do believe the Celtics are in a better position than they were at the end of last season. At the end of last season, they were stuck with Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon. Those are free point guards. They turned one of those point guards into Kristaps Porzingis. Now they have Porzingis and Robert Williams, two of the most talented big men in the NBA. I understand that those two have to remain healthy for the Celtics to be very good, but it forces Al Horford to come off the bench. He's still a reliable player. I still want Al Horford on this roster. For the time being, they still have Malcolm Brogdon, who won sixth man of the year. The Celtics vastly improved, in my opinion, and this is a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They almost came back 3-0 from the Miami Heat. I believe adding Kristaps Porzingis makes them the favorite to make it to the NBA finals and come out of the Eastern Conference. Jalen Brown is going to improve. Jason Tatum is going to continue to improve and they will improve as a duo and Derek White is going to play a far bigger role next season and Derek White last season was the clear third best player on the team. And so what they lost Grant Williams. He was benched for most of last season anyway. I don't think the Celtics are worse. I think they are better. I think they're even deeper. They added a big and they minus the guard. They did not need free point guards. Marcus Smart was the third best of those point guards. Malcolm Brogdon was better last season and clearly so was Derek White. I loved Marcus Smart for a time being but I do believe his role on the team was beginning to diminish. I mean he wasn't the same defensive player. He went from being the defensive player of the year to being just another guy. Derek White was a far better defensive player last season for the Boston Celtics. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have never played with a scoring big man like Kristaps Porzingis. It's going to be very interesting to see how that trio unfolds. I think Porzingis will be in that 15 to 20 points per game range. He will be the clear number three. Will that become a big three? Time will tell. I mean, Porzingis really hasn't had a lot of playoff success, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have, and they should be able to help him in that department. One of the questions that won't be answered for the time being is, is Jalen Brown capable of being the best player on a playoff contending team? I'm leaning towards no. I like Jalen Brown a lot, but I don't think he's the kind of guy who could be the best player on like a fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. Could he be the best player on a seventh seed that makes the playoffs? Yes, but then what are we talking about? I think he would be irrelevant. I don't think he's a good closer. I think his inability to pass the ball in the fourth quarter would get the best of him. I I don't think a team like the Portland Trailblazers would want to make make him their best player. I don't think a team like the Brooklyn Nets would want to make Jalen Brown their best player. I do believe that if he ever got the free agency, he 
would get a lot of interest, but I do view him as a clear number two player to other star players. And that's not a diss. I do believe he is in the best situation he could possibly be, and it works for the Boston Celtics as well. Both of these parties needed this to happen this way. The Celtics needed to keep Jalen Brown. There was no better option. I'm sorry, Dame Lillard was never coming to the Boston Celtics. He did not want to be a member of the Boston Celtics. He wants to join the Miami Heat. And other options like Carl Anthony Towns aren't as good as Jalen Brown. And I don't think Jalen Brown would be as good without Jason Tatum. He would need to be the clear number two player to produce at the rate he is producing at. But make no mistake, there is real pressure on Jalen Brown to help the Celtics win a championship. This is a franchise that's won 17 times during the NBA Finals, and you don't want to be remembered as one of the best players not to win a championship with the team. That would not be a great look. You don't want to be like Don Mattingly with the Yankees, where Don Mattingly is like the greatest Yankee not to win a World Series. When you play for one of these all-time franchises, you need to get at least one NBA championship. And it almost happened with Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce at the very end got an NBA title with the 2008 team. He got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen to come along. And that's how he's got that championship. But if Paul Pierce never won, he would be looked at as the best Celtics without a championship. But he got the job done. I fear that that could be happening to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I love both of those players. I think they can get the job done, but they really need to win in the next few years. I mean, I would put Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown near the top of the list of star players that need to win a championship. Joel Embiid would be on that list. James Harden is a permanent member of that list. If you want to be thought of as all-time greats, then you have to win an NBA championship. To be thought of as the LeBron Jameses with the late, great Kobe Bryant with the Michael Jordans either. Jason Tatum has a chance to be considered one of those all-time greats. And Jalen Brown really does have a chance to be a Hall of Fame basketball player. Do I think he'll make the NBA Hall of Fame if he doesn't win an NBA championship? No, I don't. I think he needs that ring on his resume. To be thought of as an all-time great number two to a number one, you need to win the NBA Finals. That's why Scottie Pippen is in the Hall of Fame, because of all the rings he has. Yes, he was a great player, but the winning is what got him to the Hall of Fame. And if Jalen Brown wants to join him, he needs to win a championship or two. That's the price you pay when you play for the Boston Celtics or the LA Lakers. To be thought of as one of the all-time greats for those franchises, you need to win the NBA Finals. Yes, I believe Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown making all of those appearances to the Eastern Conference Finals is super impressive. I was amazed by the fact that they made it to the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors given where they started that season. They were not so good. They have been a very good duo, but to be thought of as an all-time great duo, you need to win the big one. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp with the Seattle Supersonics were a great duo, but we don't remember them in that same way we think of other great duos like Kobe or Shaq because that duo did not win an NBA championship. John Stockton and Carl Malone are a great duo. If they had even one ring together, they would be the unanimous
newest pick for best duo in NBA history. The duos we think of are the duos that have won rings together. Kobe and Shaq, Pippen and Jordan, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Those duos have won rings together numerous times. I think the Celtics at the end of the day with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to be thought of as one of the five best duos of all time need to win at least two NBA finals together and I do believe they're on the cusp. I know they've been through bad times. I know they've made bad decisions in big games but they are still so young. Jason Tatum is what 25 years old and Jalen Brown is 26 years old. There is still time for this duo to develop and grow and in the NBA it's usually those guys who are 28, 29, who are 30 who are winning NBA titles. The fact that Tatum and Brown have been there before the age of 27 is super impressive but I do agree with most people the time has come for this duo to win the NBA Finals. It's just time. They've been through it. They played the Miami Heat numerous times in the postseason. They played the 76ers. They played the Bucks. They played the Warriors. They've been through all of the big tests that a young team needs to go through in order to win. They need to get over that hump like Michael Jordan did with the Pistons. They need to take that next level and not only make the NBA Finals but win the whole thing because this duo really has done almost everything they can. Jason Tatum in an individual level has made All-Star games. So has Jalen Brown. Yes, one or two of them could win the MVP, but it's that time to be considered one of the best players in the league. You just gotta win the NBA Finals or you'll never be on that same level as LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, guys who have won before. That's the one thing missing from both of their resumes is winning the NBA Finals. And I'll admit it, as a fan of the Boston Celtics, it's weird to be celebrating Jalen Brown when, in my opinion, he had his worst playoff series as a member of the Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat. So for them to then, not even a few months later, give him a super contract max extension is weird, but it has to be done. I still believe in this player, but he needs to play better on the biggest stage. He played so well in the NBA Finals versus the Golden State Warriors, but if he had only brought half of that same energy against the Miami Heat, I do believe the Celtics would have made the NBA Finals and made things interesting against the Denver Nuggets, but that's not what happened. He had his worst playoff series to date against the Miami Heat. He needs to be better, especially when you're paying him this kind of money, because this kind of money demands you play at a certain level, not just during the regular season, but during the postseason. If he continues to have bad playoff series like that, Celtics fans and the Celtics are not going to be happy. When you are given that super max extension, you need to produce at the highest level during the playoffs, or people are going to talk. I do want to end the podcast on this. It's true that Brown will at one point be the highest paid player in the league, but only for a short amount of time. There will be many, many others who break the bank. If your star player makes an all-NBA team, you will have to pay them. The Celtics did not have, like I said, a realistic second option. Dame Lillard was never coming to the Boston Celtics. Carl Anthony Towns isn't a good backup option to Jalen Brown. What other superstar player could they have gone after? I mean, if you think they should have traded for Kevin Durant a year before, I would understand where you're coming 
from. I don't agree with that. Kevin Durant just got destroyed by the Celtics in the first round last season. Why would him being a member of the Boston Celtics make them a better team than with Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown is better for the Celtics than Kevin Durant right now. Kevin Durant overall is a way better player than Jalen Brown, but he's not the Kevin Durant from five years ago. He's the Kevin Durant who can't consistently stay healthy. The best option for Jason Tatum as a duo is Jalen Brown. There is no other option. This was the Celtics' only option, and they better hope it produces an NBA Finals because it will look bad if you end up paying both of them a combined $600 million and it doesn't produce an NBA Finals championship. That will look bad. People will talk about that all the time. They'll begin to call both of them overrated, and I don't believe either of them is overrated. I do believe these are top 10, 15 players in the NBA. In Jason Tatum's case, I think he's a top 5 player. And Jalen Brown, he's in that 10 to 15 range. I believe in this duo and I believe Celtics fans should be hopeful for the future. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>